if it was against Man City, is Jesus coming that deep? Impossible. No. Exactly. So no. why did you feel the need to come that deep? Antonio <laughs> just targeted holding, like, as well. It was just like, bruv, we know what you're doing. But you know what? Yeah, I don't know what the Premier League stands for anymore, bro. If your record can just be broken like that in the first season ever. Nobody's ever done that yeah, in the no. first season ever. So Yeah, no. What, what Harlan's done. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening, welcome to another episode of Podcast Pundits. I am your host today, Della Strada, the man of many club faces. And today, we're a bit light, joined by my fellow pundits, starting from my left. Your boy Joey, Liverpool's finest, Peckham's finest, Croydon's finest. <laughs> uh, hashtag extraordinaire. Congratulations, hashtag for winning the league. Um, yeah, I'm just, just, yeah, I'm just here to... To support my team in it, so yeah, lovely. Cool. Over to you, Stripes. Yeah, man. I'm your. Yeah, man. I tried to call in sick today, but yeah, man. The, the, my employees didn't allow it. <laughs> Wait, they, they saw you post on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I tried to put the sick voice on, they 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 just replayed me my stories back and said I need to report to work immediately. I'm an Arsenal fan. It's been a hell of a season, man. It's been a hell of a season. It's been a hell of a couple of weekends as well. And um, I'm not looking forward to discussing it, but I guess we're going to get into it. Yeah. And before we um, go into it, let's do some admin and let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on all major platforms. That's Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. We're even on YouTube. YouTube. Have we even got anything on YouTube? We have, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? All episodes are up on YouTube. Have you watched it yourself on YouTube? Yeah, no, I've seen it, but I've I've. I've Was it a full episode? It's a full episode. Yeah, a full episode, but it just it's like a it's like a black screen. And yeah, it's yeah. Got a, yeah. A play, like a play symbol or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. I, I, I might try listening on on the next episode on that then. Well, you got YouTube Premium. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, fine. I, I I had it for a month and then, then I cancelled it. It's the same, but I brought it back. It, 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 it is good. Yeah, it yeah, is good. Just download stuff and watch it um, offline. Yeah. Um, you can find us um, to interact with us. You can find us on social media. That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Yeah, those are like the main three. To be fair, main three. Um, I really should know what the um the actual address is, but. Hopefully they're in the descriptions. Yeah, man. Podcast.pundits on Insta. <coughs> Podcastpundits underscore on Twitter. And then just podcastpundits on TikTok. Yeah, man. Podcastpundits, man. Search us, man. We're out here, man. We're, yeah. we're, we're flying. Flying, baby. All right, cool. As I said, I'm a man of many club faces, but I think this weekend I was hurt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt. Um, yeah, watching the Arsenal game. Yeah, my bays are like, what's wrong? I was like, don't worry, man. But I know, Strauss, let's, let's, let's start with you. You know, what were your thoughts going into the game? What were you feeling when we went to, I said we, when Arsenal went 2-0 up? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I, I hear you, man, because, um, yeah, I, I was in a similar position where I, I watched the game of company and um, all of a sudden it was like, what's the matter with you? And I was just like, no, oh, I'm, I'm all right, I'm, I'm okay. Like, why do you keep asking me that question? I'm okay. And, you know, expecting me to be upbeat. But it's just tough, man. Football has that effect. Why, why do you lot lie when they ask you what's wrong? You know what? <laughs> I don't think I lie. But I just don't, I just don't want to get into it. Okay, I just I don't okay. want to talk to okay, you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then after, oh, is it the football? I said, yeah, it's the football. Oh, just get, shut up, yeah, man. Yeah, okay, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Do you know what, what Chris will do? Was like, oh. I'm like, um, 
Yeah, why, why, are you, why are you feeling some type of way? I was like, because oh, Arsenal playing. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal lost. They're shit anyway. Bruv, and they think that's the time. <laughs> they think that's the but time. No, but then I'm like, have you seen the top of the league? Have you seen the league table? They should go, oh, actually, Arsenal are quite good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be honest, yesterday was probably the first time where I was like, I ain't gonna have for a long time, yeah. Football's not really bothered me, as in like results. I'll just get on with my day. Yeah. But, but we, had, we were having dinner, yeah. And I was still thinking about the sack of penny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? The football oh, can man. make you do some crazy things. <clears throat> to, to, to answer your question, going into the game, I think I said it last week. If we beat West Ham and beat Southampton, no one's going to care about the, the Liverpool result. So obviously, uh, I, I went into the West Ham game expecting it to be a little bit tricky. And it's easy to say with the benefit of hindsight, but no, I genuinely thought it's, it might be a bit tricky just because West Ham fighting for their lives. It's a London derby. The, the connections and the link with Rice. I don't, I don't know if that was reasonable reason to to be concerned, but I just I just didn't think it was going to be a, a walk in the park. And then I was so happy to be wrong when we went, we were flying in the first, what, 15, 20 minutes, 2-0 up, so ASAP. So seven minutes and, and then 10 minutes were the goals times. Seven and 10 minutes? Yeah. So, yeah, oh my, that Jesus, that goal, that's now, you know, put me in the, <clears throat> in the lead with the, my little side bet that I've got with a, a pool fan, um, Jesus and Nunes, oh, everything was going good. The way Odegaard took his shot, the the um, the techers, the, it was going brilliant. We were walking the game, and man, damn, I don't, I, I, I don't know what happened. It's just like all of a sudden, it's like we just got, I don't, we got so complacent, we got mad complacent. <clears throat> we just expected to walk the walk, walk it, and I feel like we lost, we we lost the leaf of our senses. Like we forgot that this is the Premier League. We we were we were naive. You know what we looked like? Actually, we looked like who we are—the youngest team in the Premier League. Mm. Just just a young team that's just naive. Like, and um, Partey, Partey, he um, I feel like he started this. He started off the the see the sequence of naivety, and I'll tell you why I think spread that. spread after him. Yeah, but he he was unfortunate. I'll go. I'll, I'm going to touch on this a little bit as well, in the sense that. He's he's an idiot for trying to do a flick over Rice's head. Like I don't know why he also he wanted to be so disrespectful. But, but you see, you say that he was just playing his normal game. But I think he was just a bit too relaxed. And bear in mind, West Ham weren't really pressing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you don't expect Rice because Rice is Rice plays the same role as Partey, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rice shouldn't be that Big far gap ahead between the two. Yeah. Minute, yeah. So yeah, it's poor that he he didn't anticipate it. But I, I'm not too harsh because that's how Partey plays. He he. How many times has he, has he played and he faints to do something, then gets Arsenal out and they, they play forward? So in that moment, but yeah. In, in that situation though, he usually has a good picture. He didn't look up at yeah. all. And then the worst thing about it is that he had a poor touch. Poor touch. Then he tried to recover with a bit recover. of magic. Yeah. And all he had to do was just shield the ball. Mm. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like just cover the ball and there's no way Rice is going to get through you. Yeah. So... Like you said, that complacency—that's where it started. And yeah, it was definitely spread complacent. that wildfire. Yeah, exactly, and and naivety. But what I will say though, in his defence, is I saw it there and then, and I was in um, a WhatsApp group where I said, "Rice handled that. That's gonna get this. That's gonna get overturned." And um, I think even the podcast pundits boys, you guys were saying you didn't really notice the replay or you didn't notice it at the time. <laughs> yeah, we nah. didn't see it. 
Well, me, I saw it. I saw it dead on, and I was expecting the the goal to be um, overturned. And even when I was discussing earlier with um, Marley Mar, who's normally at the table, he hmm. said this. So, so you're discussing football with Marley Mar, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's I don't crazy. Know. Yeah, <laughs> when, when he decides to come back, he can he he can address that. But yeah, he um he said the same thing that yeah he's expecting it to be overturned. So um, when I say over it to be overturned, because obviously we then conceded the penalty from that, and I just thought. No, there's no way that that's that's gonna stand. But obviously, it stood, and the, the penalty got slotted, and um, that to me, I was that that annoyed me because, and you know, I don't know if you guys are gonna try that violin nonsense again, but you've heard me on previous episodes talking about the injustice of VAR across the board. But namely, where Arsenal's concerned, man, it's it's really really cost us. Even the position we find ourselves in, like. Uh, we have to be perfect for every second, every minute of the game because we don't have competent officials and refs. And then, um, yeah, look, we we get into the, the we go into the first half two two one up. Mm. But that's before you speak on, on the second half. Yeah, I, I was watching the game. Um, yeah, I was watching the game. I only started watching it when Arsenal were two 0 up. And okay. I was watching. I was like. They're moving the ball way too slow. Yeah, yeah. Way too slow. It's just like, what's this? And and I just knew it was a matter of time before West Ham got involved in the game. Because sometimes when you play football, yes, you want to kill the game up, but you still need to pass with purpose. Yeah. And Arsenal is literally passing side to side, side to side. There were no forward passes. And I don't know whether it was the, because Jesus was dropping so deep. Yeah. That when some, when, 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 um, Partey gets a ball. Who's he looking up to? Yeah. Odegaard gets it. Who's he looking up to? And then I just didn't understand with that whole sequence of, of, of play, if he's dropping that deep, Jack has gone to left back because, no, no Jack has gone to left wing. Mm-hmm. Um, t- um, Tierney's playing he inverted. Tried to, yeah, he tried to do So it's like, Jesus, you don't need to be here. And Arsenal, you're not playing four. So let's, okay, let's be real. If it was against Man City, is Jesus coming that deep? impossible no. exactly so no. why did you feel the need to come that deep yeah is it because you thought the game was that easy you can just come touch the ball and then no nah. yeah so what, yeah it was a bit what, slack what about jesus though i think that's if you don't put tight reins on him he does that and that's what he's been doing all season that's why i've been heavily critical about him and when inkete came and it was a bit of a breath of fresh air for me because it's like he overcompensates for his lack of um goal scoring exploits by just kind of like showing heart and running till it hurts, isn't it? And it's, it's so jarring because like, like you said, he was on Ben White's toes when Arsenal were in possession in their own half. What are you doing there, bro, man? Yeah. Um, like, one of one of our listeners, um, um, B-Man, he, he mentioned that to me earlier on, actually, where he, he said that he was just reflecting on the game and he said just that, like, hmm. um, Jesus was dropping in too deep and he, he, he wondered if I blame... If I, if I put place any blame on him for that, and as a similar to to Joey actually, that that's his game, like that's his game. However, not, that, that deep, it's not. Yeah, that's where I make you right. Um, the, the halfway line, halfway line, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Or, or edge of the center circle. I'm not having any. Because if you're doing that, what's what's party doing? That's party's meant to be that deep. Even yeah. party's never that deep. Yeah. yeah, true. And then like like you said, there's no there's no one to hit. Who you who you playing the forward passes to? Hence why we was playing side to side. 
Um, it was annoying. But then, obviously, you got Tierney that trying to do the inverted. See, and he was doing it reasonably. Yeah, reasonably yeah. I, was well, actually, I, was, I was laughing when I saw him in the middle of the pitch because yeah, it just looked like a, he was trying. He was trying a blessing. That's all. Exactly. So I think maybe like Jesus has maybe looked up and seen that and. I don't know what he but would. you're not the manager maybe Arteta I don't know whether Arteta said anything but bro you're not the manager Yeah, you don't yeah. need to be dropping that deep unless he said like when he does that then maybe Martinelli or Saka fill in no he but didn't have said that because, exactly because you yeah. didn't see it so yeah. there's no way that's a tactic so that's why it's just like that naivety that uh, footballer at that level shouldn't be displaying it's, it so, it's annoying because even in the home fixture you saw what Nketiah did Nketiah literally had their centre-backs pinned back Yeah, and it, 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 it just gave the space for us to play those balls yeah, forward exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I make I make you right there, man. I make you right there. But that being said, he would not have come off for me. He would not have come off for me because he still looked like he he still looked like he was one of. First of all, Arsenal find ourselves in this position because we have players like Jesus that bring that that mentality of just getting across the line, like yeah. when the going gets tough, winning whatnot. I say that, and then he did also make a silly little unnecessary challenge and got himself an unnecessary yellow. And maybe Arteta didn't want to. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, just hacked out a player just for no but reason. But as a striker, it is, what's the, isn't it like a relatively low risk of your attackers getting two yellows? Well, you just don't know what these referees these days, man. Mm. Yeah. A late tackle in your gut. Yeah. But, but if it's at the expense, like um, Striver's saying, of um, somebody who has experience in getting stuff over the line, surely. Yeah, but then. But is is it worth the gamble then? He, he misses that against Man City. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And I personally still would have maybe kept him on. I might have made that gamble still, but I don't blame Arteta for that at the same time. But um, it's just when you look at the whole picture, because at the same time, like as we were, uh, sorry, I feel like I'm just conflating very different issues, but as we're obviously the games progressed and whatnot, the substitutions being made, I I feel like um, I I did wonder why Saka was still on the pitch. And this is my guy, man. Bukayo Saka, that's my dude. Like I've, I've, I've gone on record talking very, very highly of, of, of Homie, but since the international break, man, he's been trash, bruv. Like, he's been trash. He's- you, you said that. He, I mean, his stats aren't that bad. I, I think he was like, uh, maybe he's still in the top five of uh, goals and assists. What, since Goal international, since international break? Yeah, since the yeah, international break. Well, there's a, maybe it's the standards that I'm holding him to. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. But um, but in terms of his stats, he, was, he it did look decent from what I saw. Okay. A little infographic on, on that. What, since international break? I think it was since international break. But, but watching him, man, he's just... He just I mean, is it since he's, since international four goals break, and eight assists? Since international break, didn't he? He was rested for the, f- the first game back, right? I can't remember what he done in that. Does does four goals and eight assists sound familiar? For since international break, impossible. How long is international break? It was only about three weeks ago, wasn't it? <clears throat> oh, what, sorry, what international break. Yeah. Sorry, I, thought, I don't know. I thought you said World Cup. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, man, since international break, he's just not been the guide, and obviously he's he's um, he's got the penalty, the penalty. He stepped up for the penalty, and I'm not going to lie to you. I thought he was going to slot it. Um, and you never listen. You, you see, like at the level that Premier League players play at, like that's see, like when Mo Salah even missed that penalty um, against even Arsenal, you don't expect players of that level to not even hit the target. So when that happens, yeah, you just start to wonder, like, are you nervous? Like, is, is there something else going on internally because we can't see what's going on inside? So when you take a penalty like that, it just makes you think, okay, this is a bit more serious than we thought. Like, I don't think that we're meant to, um, yeah, I don't think that we're, we're meant to, to win this game, potentially. I thought that was a harsh penalty. 
what he concede. Yeah, against uh, Mikel Antonio. Yeah, they, they so I feel I do kind of feel like a sense of justice when he missed that penalty. I'm sure West Ham's West Ham fans will be feeling the same as well. Well, you know what? I, potentially, I, I I'd never looked at it that way because I thought to myself immediately. Cool, like you shouldn't have had a penalty because uh, Declan Rice handled the ball. We've got a penalty, mm. so yeah, man, it's unfortunate because Saka's obviously missed that penalty. And then, sorry, that, that, that was a question I had. So, um, what, what do you think about um, Gabriel in that situation? Do you feel like that the kind of confusion just spread from uh, Partey to Gabriel because that challenge was a bit, it was so unnecessary. We ain't we ain't we ain't really seen a, a, a maniac moment from Gabriel for in a, a while, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did think to myself, hmm, I've, I knew it wasn't, it can never just completely vanish, but I did think, oh, that's a bit of a... Because it kind of is a like... A bit of a daze of It was moment. a bit clumsy. Because yeah, no, he didn't I mean, actually I'm, like slide tackle, he just kind of like felt... No, he, he, he was going to slide, but then he tried to pull, pull... And then he connected with his knees, innit? Yeah. So that was like... I think it was weirdest. soft, though. I think... Um, Paquette, I was, he was sort of looking for it. but No, definitely, because he left his leg in there, but the contact, he, he knew yeah, the contact yeah. was coming. So that's what I thought. Like, that's a bit rash considering how, like, yeah, yeah, calm yeah. and good you've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, it was a, it was a little bit of a, like, I, I don't think that's anything to worry about. I don't think that's going to follow him through. You know I mean? He's, he's been, like, exemplary most of the season. But obviously those with agendas will be like, oh, okay, the bozo moments are back. But yeah. no, nah, I, I don't... Do, do you think maybe holding, him playing alongside holding is a bit unsettling for him? Bruv, the, even <laughs> the, way, the way Antonio just targeted holding, like, as well, it was just like, bruv, we know what you're doing. You know what? I think holding hasn't been terrible when he hasn't. When he, he, hasn't. He, he stepped in, but... You, you you can see where it's affecting liability. Yeah, you can see where it's affecting. I, I, I don't think he's been terrible, but I think it's just kind of highlighting that he's not good enough. Yeah, 100%. and as much as you want him to kind of like show that he's come from Bolton and he's like come up to the levels, you can kind of see he's not no. at the level of a league champion. But I think he is the level of a club that is fifth or sixth. You know, I saw a clip of him like earlier on, yeah, where he burnt Sergio Aguero, like played um, City. This was like years ago. And I think this was before he, he got one of his injuries or something. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Like yeah. He was decent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think yeah. he was, he, he had something to him, but yeah. was it a knee injury he had? Um, I can't remember. It's not the, what the injury was, but I just know that it might, it might have been because he mm. lost a bit of pace. Lost a bit of pace. He used to be a lot more comf- comfortable on the ball yeah. as well. I think he, he had the quick acceleration. Yeah. And I can't see that at all, man. Yeah, no, he just, yeah, it just doesn't look this. On that, there was a bit where, I think it was Ben Rama, um, he went, he went shoulder to shoulder. And I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't even, and Ben Rama's, he looks small. I was like, God, man. Yeah, man. So, but I, oh, it's, it's just a lot to do, man, because we, we got Southampton next. That's our person. Think Southampton's one of our bogey teams. Yeah, but but I was thinking about it, yeah, and I'm like, you know, sometimes you just accept that things just happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then if you win, you win. If you lose, you're like losers. Just accept defeat as defeat. You just, you just, winners will be like, okay, we lost, but why did we lose? Learn from it. Yeah. And you just learn from it, and you're hoping that based on Arsenal's running last season. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, it wasn't, it wasn't going for the league. It was just going for top four where they they bottled it mm. and they fell off. You hope that for, they just literally... It switches on They something. switch onto that and say, you know what, guys, we're still in a comfortable position. It's, it's still in it's still in Arsenal's yeah. hand. Yeah. And then they just say, you know, they just focus on the mental and and it's weird. It's like, they just have to start enjoying it again because I think they're playing with so much pressure where it's like, just enjoy it. Because if you, if you, bro, you went to Liverpool, you went to Anfield, you're winning 2-0. 
Yeah, come on, man. Come on, do yeah. switch off your mentality and, and change your mentality. And say, you know, let's just enjoy this. Yeah, I, I think it's um, whether Arteta and the youngest team in the league has the maturity to deal with um, the upset because it is upsetting. Yeah, all it is is upsetting because, like you said, they're still in the position where yeah. it's in their hands, isn't it? So, um, do they have the the foresight or the, kind of like the oversight to see that all it is is just a bit of an upset? Yeah, I, I, you know, I trust, um, I trust, I see like Saka's, um, I see Saka's apology, and I, when I first saw it, I was still angry. I was like, shut up, man. Hmm. But then I woke up and I was like, you know what? We would not even be here if it weren't for you. You know what I mean? And I just, when I saw it, I said to myself, you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to arrive back on the scene yeah, you know, 100%. With, 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 with Venom. With yeah. Venom. And I, not, I, nah, he will. He is, he is. I'm telling it's, you, bro. Saka's mental is elite. No, it is elite. But yeah, I'm telling you, this guy is going to arrive back. And he, I'm telling you, we're going to... We're gonna hopefully like what Del Estrada's saying. This could be maybe some sort of blessing in disguise because the draw that we, the two draws that we've had now. I know you're waiting to just jump in and say something. But <laughs> <laughs> like these two draws that we've had now, we we wanted to have them later. Like we wanted to maybe have them with a Brighton and a maybe a Newcastle, yeah. so to speak. But we just can't do that now. And each time when we've had blips or where our back's been up against the wall, Arsenal's responded. And this is not the same Arsenal from the season prior or the pre, um, the, the season before that. So all the rival fans that are, you know, happy and thinking, oh, you're so doom and gloom, what have you not, you, you guys are going to, you've bottled it already. This is not the same team. I think we can turn, turn it around. Like, I personally think we can turn it around. I, yeah. I am getting used to, like, I was very confident that I'm going to be at the parade. But, you know... I, I can't lie, my confidence got knocked a little bit. My confidence got knocked to a little bit, but I am still quite confident that we can we can do something. Well, we can do something. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. Uh, Liverpool just conceded the dumbest goal. Konate just made a bit of a howler. But anyway, um, I think Saka has the elite mentality to turn it around. The only problem is that he now has to turn it around with... A monster of uh, man, Haaland being in the worst form for Arsenal. Well, I personally think yeah. If if oh God have mercy, if Saliba's back, Arsenal winning it. Is, been, is, is that, is that been, potential? No, I hope so because that is the game. Yeah, that he, Saliba he needs is to be born back. for because uh, Haaland can't really handle like a VVD or a Saliba. It's crazy because man's been trying to find look looking for clips of him training, bro. I can't find him anywhere. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Saliba, I can't find him anywhere, bro. I'm, I think we need to just get over it. I think we're not going to see Saliba yeah. until the end of the oh, season. We God. might not even see him full stop, bro. Because if if it's holding, oh, oh my God, he he wants to. Back all, all the time yeah, and Haaland well, like, okay cool let's go can't think you play hold on hold on hold on, hold on. No, in, the FA Cup, in the FA Cup Holden didn't do terrible he did okay yeah. but he only played of one half I yeah. Think, yeah he had to get hooked yeah Haaland was biding his time bro he was biding his time bro <laughs> oh. but um, what, so I, I, while that game was going on I had an argument with my friend in it because um, uh, shout out Manny Ando uh, in my Liverpool group, he was. Um, I was saying, there's like, you have to watch, uh, be careful. Arsenal have to be careful with West Ham because there's loads of similarities between West Ham and, and Liverpool. People are saying that their team is shit now, like they can't do really anything. But this is the same team that was performing mm. last season, yeah, same true. as Liverpool as well. Um, and then, funny enough, they go on to be two 0 down, and he said, "There's no way, like, thingy, like he called me an idiot for comparing." <laughs> he said, "You can't compare Liverpool and West Ham." 
No, you can't though. You can. Especially Anfield. Do you know why you can? Because they both had the same dead Yeah, but Anfield, Anfield ain't... What's West Ham's ground? And then they went 2-0 down. Both teams went 2-0 down and they both came back from the 2-2. Yeah, but... And then he ended up apologising. I heard that, but the difference is Anfield 2-0 versus... West Hampton was a sloppy. I think if you watch the games, you like I wouldn't have said it prior to the game... But if you watch the games, I think like you said it, like the the, the passing lot laboured. Yeah, it was Arsenal. Yeah. It, so I think if you watch the game, you're like, oh, this has got a bit of Liverpoolish. Now the I difference, thought, Liverpool thought, put the pressure on Arsenal. That's how Arsenal's game changed. But remember the first goal they conceded was from Declan Rice putting the pressure on No, Arsenal. what I'm trying to say, but if Arsenal were playing with, in, with the same rhythm and momentum, that's not happening. Is that how Arsenal were playing against Liverpool? Did they no, no. Have... No, I'm just saying Liverpool put the pressure on Arsenal. Arsenal's yeah, yeah. game changed. Arsenal's game with West Ham. It wasn't West Ham. on its own. Okay. Yeah, because okay. Arsenal just became lazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, man. Well, what, sorry, one more thing. What I will say. that When that laziness sneaks in or creeps in, it's hard to get out of the system. Yeah, that's why. That's why you, 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 when you play football, you can't switch it on and off. It has to just be this level. Yeah, all the yeah. Time, so how do you think they would get that out of the system? No, because no. Because it's, it's, sure, it's really the no, I think, now. as I said, the West Ham, the Liverpool one, it's Liverpool. The West Ham one, that's self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. And I think you've learned enough now to say, you know, we can't do this again. And it, it's in, in the game, it's difficult to switch your game. But now you've taken a break, you have your training. West, I mean, and Southampton smashed them. But you know what as well, though? It's, been, it's a little bit alarming for me that we've always had a break in between. Well, we had a break between um, when we played Liverpool and a break um, when we played West Ham and both teams were playing like every three days. West Ham played on Thursday. So both times is unacceptable. What do you think about Arteta, like where he's kind of publicly criticised, let's just say criticised, he's questioned the mentality of his players. Do you think he's doing that to... I think yeah, it's man. a ra- rallying call. Yeah. It's just a rally, rally your players, yeah. yeah. Well, Pep called out KDB. Yeah, true. And then, <laughs> you know, um, sometimes you just got to do it. And then Shaka and um, Odegaard basically came out and, and said, it's not a mentality thing. We're, we're up for this, yeah. basically. So, man, Shaka. No, no. As I said, from the experience of when you lost against Newcastle last season, yeah. hold on to that and... And yeah. move on. Yeah, no, there's a way. There's a way. For me, Arteta's got to show where he's that he he, he can be counted now. Because if you, as, if you guys have always reminded me, I, there was a time when I was ready to see Arteta out of the door. Because at this particular point, I want to see can you lead us across the line, and he's got a chance to do it now. Listen, man, it just makes for an entertaining uh, title race, man. And Jota just banged in it, so it's, I'm glad to see him on the score sheet, man. I know this is about Arsenal, but hmm. we've had that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about them. Um, yeah, let's move on to um, to Arsenal's cl- closest competitors right now, City. Go on, Joe, you can talk about City if you want. Okay. 3-1 um... <laughs> win. Was it against Leicester? Yes, yeah, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, so I was watching this in the, in the studio, um, doing a bit of work at the same time. You know, like every time City play, you kind of pray for them to just have a little bit of a banana peel. But um, they like show you that whatever power you're trying to use isn't strong enough early in the game, bro, because they were they were powering differently, man. They were moving crazy and um, it could have gone on to be six. But um, I think Pep down that thing where, you know, like we need to rest players for uh, Champions League. Is that this? Yeah. 
Okay. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rest in place for Champions League. So he hooked off Haaland, who probably could have gone, got, um, I think could have got hat-trick. another hat trick as well. Um, one goal away from the record, from breaking the record. Yeah, he equaled it on, that on the weekend, innit? Yeah. So like, in my head, I've been saying, yeah, well, at least he's not going to, um, I don't think he's going to get 36 goals this season. And then I just clocked that. It's not even 36 goals. <laughs> it's 31 goals, innit? So. Um, I don't know. I well, don't that's know what, what he needs to break. Yeah, I don't know what the Premier League stands for anymore, bro. If your record can just be broken like that in the first season ever, nobody's ever done that yeah, in the no, first season ever. So yeah, no. What, what Haaland's done is he's, he's he's shown the Premier League no respect whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the game was kind of a tough one. There's um, Leicester kind of came back into the game, and um, the second half was a decent performance, mm. but. I don't know if they had a decent performance or it's just Man City just took their foot off the gas. But you see, they took off. They took the foot off the gas when what to, close was the end of the second half. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal taking off in twenty minutes of, of the first. That's, no, no. that's a difference. Fifteen minutes. 15 yeah, minutes. imagine yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a difference. Yeah. You know, mm. you need but to be killers. I, I think again, Leicester were I think Leicester have a lot less in their tank than West Ham for me even though both teams have been pretty bad this yeah. season the goal for um, Leicester was it was an amazing ball as well uh, I don't know if you guys saw it uh, where James was it James Madison oh yeah the ball yeah, around yeah, yeah. the centre backs man um, honestly there's nothing to report here other than City doing uh, City things man they're, they're, they're scary man they're scary. Even the fact that when they took off Haaland, they still looked a bit scary until they kind of like took their foot off the gas, like we said. Mm. Um, I, again, I keep on changing who I think is going to win the league every week. Um, last week, I think, two weeks ago, I think I said I can't see past Arsenal. This week I'm saying I can't see past Man City, bro. <laughs> because um, what I know is that the game at Etihad between Arsenal, was it next Saturday or next Sunday? It's midweek. Midweek, oh, it's yeah. gonna be a deadly day. No, it's hmm. gonna be, it's gonna be a crazy one. One of us will die on the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a deadly day. <laughs> no, I think that's the game that all the Arsenal players, I think, are. It's a six pointer, man. Yeah, that's, six yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the one that they're they're, they're waiting for. And but, I'll, I'll be honest, forget about the um, Southampton game. You, no, no, you, you have to win it. Though. That, that, that's, no, no, a, that's a must win. Yeah, it's, it's a must win. But I think if you lost that game and beat Man City, now but then. They've got Ars- games in hand as well. Arsenal but, yeah. don't have to win. So if, if they beat Southampton, they don't have to win that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just need to just make sure they don't lose. If you, I, I would say if you beat Man City, that would be, have to be the title decider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideally, yeah. Even, you, if, you you lost to, to even if you lost to Southampton, I think, because the, the psychological effect, like I was saying against in the, um, the last defeat to them in the league, the psychological damage from that is... is what the Liverpool? No, sorry, uh, Man City when they beat Arsenal in the league. Mm. The, it's a chess war. It's a chess in it. There's loads of battles in it, and I think the psychological damage from that battle and from the FA Cup as well, it's it's long lasting. Mm. So, so yeah, man, um, I, I'm excited, man. This is a good. I, I'm I'm happy we had a title race because at one point it just looked like Arsenal were going to run away with the league and from a neutral. Nah, I never looked like that. No, I think it did. I think it did, man. I think Arsenal. They've only been what. Five points clear all the time. No, 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 no. They, were, they were more than five points clear. I think, I think there was, it was eight time points, when, but yeah. then they had a game. Someone had a game in hand. And at that time, when they were eight points clear, Man City were not in good form. No, I don't think so. I think we might have been eight points with equal games. You know, I think yeah. We might, I think we might have scuppered. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we scuppered it. it no, because when they Arsenal lost to Everton, Man City also lost the following game. 
So and, then that's, and then that's when it became five, I think. That's what I'm saying. It's always been five with a game. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But, but even with, with a game on hand, I think, um, yeah, the points gap has always been at point because, like I've always said, Arsenal played the best season. I think up until recently, Arsenal played the best football all season. Um, my other team that I said was the second best have kind of like started growing a bit more. And I think Arsenal's complacency has like slowed them down. Here's the other thing you're talking about. Uh, Brighton played the second best football in the league for me. Mm. So um, Apparently they're, they're the second informed team um, outside of Man City. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense then. So uh, that's literally the, the, the best three footballing teams in the league. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought um, Arsenal had it personally and it was it was theirs to lose and it still is theirs to lose as well man so it, it, I, I'm impressed with like what Pep's done man um, especially considering that they've changed the way they play or they've had to kind of accommodate a new style of playing as well man so it's a transitional um, season for them mm. add Jude Bellingham to that which is what it's looking like do you think Bellingham is a, is a Pep player? I don't think he's a Pep player but I think uh, Pep will take him so that no one else can have him. <laughs> I like what Pep. I like how Pep always recycles these teams. Like so, yeah, yeah, and he and he's shown that he's capable of changing his system as yeah, well. Yeah, so. yeah. So just to, it keeps it fresh, and I think that's what's the kept best. them so consistent as well, man. Like, um, I, I mean, there's no United fans on the panel, but um, it, it baffles me when I meet United fans that want City to win the title over Arsenal because, because they live in London. They do live in London, but they've got the record of well, is it? I think that's a record. The only team to have won the Prem three times in a row, and City equal that if they win the Prem. It's not a big deal when you when you live in London. When, when you live in London, <laughs> and Strava's your friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a lesser of two evils. Man. No, man. It's, this does not make no sense. And then City can also go on to win the treble. Like it doesn't. It don't make no sense. Yeah, I don't Everyone know. needs to get behind Arsenal. Nah, so, so Arsenal could do this. What was interesting about the fixture? though is just watching uh, Tielemans and Madison playing in the game Madison um, glimpses of magic but you think like where your clubs are who your clubs need mm-hmm. and what's happening with Madison because I haven't heard any like links to Tielemans or Madison no, I, think I, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't want in January I, I think there's a player that Liverpool should be looking at options like who, um, uh, Madison because we, we haven't had a lock picker since um, since Coutinho Mm. And you know when we play games like Bournemouth or when we lose to them, like yeah. we, that's the kind of thing where we're missing. Another person I think is um, without going too off topic is um, Eze. He hasn't been as consistent because of his injuries, but he is somebody who can unpick locks. I reckon. Yeah, no, he's a good player. Yeah, so um, I mean, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Tielemans and um, and Madison. I was I was just surprised that no one came for Tielemans in the in January. Do you think people don't like him? Because I, I think he can be a bit inconsistent and he's not very mobile. No, but te- I, didn't, I didn't want him at Arsenal. You didn't want him at Arsenal? Not not to play anchor or to be cover for party. I don't think I, he's, he's too immobile for that. I just for didn't me. see... I'd probably taken him as an eight <clears throat> to cover Xhaka, but no, I, didn't, I don't see the hype in him. <sighs> I like him. I just don't know if I'd have him. I think I think Jurgen Klopp can sometimes turn players into good players for their system, but I just can't see where we'd benefit from him at Liverpool. Not yeah. to Tillemans. Yeah. yeah, I don't see it either. He's not dynamic enough. Nah. Nah. Mm. Um, la- last week, I think everyone gave their predictions for for relegation. Was Leicester in yours? 
Yes. Was it I, I, think, I think I've backed them to to maybe climb out of it. But they ain't won since February, man. They're trash, man. <laughs> Fucking trash team. And if you remember, I said I wanted West Ham to go down as well, man. Yeah. I want them to go down even harder now. Stupid team. I think I said I might have wanted West Ham to go down. But um, yeah, I, I think... No, we'll get onto this team anyway. Let me not let me not yeah. ruin it. Uh, oh, let's, I, let's 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 segue to that team now. You're not talking about Chelsea. No, Bournemouth. No, you're not talking about Bournemouth. No, well, just I think I want Bournemouth to stay up. Oh, yeah, yeah I want I want Bournemouth to stay up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they deserve it. Yeah, Neil Taylor's done a brilliant job there, man. Yeah. Is it Neil Taylor? Is it? No, it's not Neil. Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill. That's yeah. it. Sorry. Um, I, I think Bournemouth caught my eyes from when um, they made it so tough for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, Dom Solanke has been bullying up top, man. But anyway, let the host host us into it. No, no, freestyle, man. Cool. Hey, <laughs> listen, Arsenal's got them defeated, bro. <laughs> the host ain't even trying to host no more. <laughs> All right, so next to the agenda is... <laughs> well, we move into Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham you Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. What a cracker. Tottenham. Is it Tottenham? Yeah, it was Tottenham oh, yeah. Bournemouth. What yeah. a cracker, what a cracker. And, and who, who... I think oh, did Tottenham open up the scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was Sun, innit? Sun, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. When is that? Was that game on Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep. Man. Yeah, no, yeah, they open up the they open up the scoring and then um yeah, then from from what I remember, Bournemouth then went ahead two one yeah. yeah, and then they equalised and then Bournemouth got a last minute. Tottenham equalised in the ninetieth minute and then Bournemouth eighty ninth minute and then Bournemouth ninety plus five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I remember. But um, but, but what I say as as a host, let's let's wrap through this segment of Spurs and Bournemouth. That okay, talked up for. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what, what I'll just quickly say is that um, Sanchez got subbed on and subbed off. You know, I thought I wanted to cry, bro. I wanted to cry, man, because... I fought for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just felt for my fellow black man. But when you you saw his face, bro, he's like, man, is this what I've gotten to, bro? And I don't know if you've been like this at a job before where you know uh, shit's about to hit the fan on the right. right. coming on you. <laughs> the right is on the wall. And you know that you've not been doing your best at a job. So you're just planning your exit and then <laughs> already you're on Indeed, bro, searching for some new contract. Well, while he's um, searching for his exit, yeah, so I think Richarlison needs to go court. Oh, really? Wow. He thought he scored, you know? Do you see that? Bro. He thought he scored, bro. He's <laughs> like, I'm in. Wow, he's not, he's not got a Premier League goal yet. No, no, no. He's got one Champions League goal, that's it. Yeah, and we might have scored in the cup, FA Cup or something. But bro, so why, why, why do you want to take him to court? Bro, he's not scored a Premier League goal. Like, so imagine, yeah, we've had, like, imagine how many people has kind of been ridiculed this season. Like, we've had the, a couple of Chelsea players, all of the new recruits for the Chelsea ones. Sancho got shot up. Nunes has been shot up. Yep. In the Modric. Club. Yeah, exactly. Modric's been shot up. And bro, and then he's been shot up loads as well, bro. And he's, he bags a couple of goals. Yeah, as well. and, and and yeah, and then he's made a bit of a resurgence. We'll mm. probably talk about that shortly. But bro, Richarlison has got away scot free, bro. He's not scored a Premier League goal, bro. Whether you come to play back up to Kulisevsky, Kane, Son, mm. what well, that, that, bro? You have not scored a. Pre- Bro, it's a it's an abomination, bro. He was in the World Cup. He was playing with Big Brazil, <laughs> doing Joga Benita, and you've come to the Premier League to do what? Nah, he's to be nah, bro. He needs to take the stand, bruv. He, he needs to take the stand. This is appalling, bro. And I'm, I'm surprised the media's not latched onto it too tough. I'm, I'm, usually you'd, you'd cast a club in it for um, a poor signature, but uh, he, he did show promise. Yeah. So I can't even be I mad think at. He's, he's actually yeah, a decent yeah. player. I think he's a, he's a, he's a pest. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. he's not. He's um, like 
a better pest than Shane Long. Because <laughs> Shane Long is the pestiest of them all, bro. But um, I, I just say about Spurs, um, Lee, Daniel Levy needs to look at himself in the mirror, bro, man. Because, bro, why is this guy the manager of Tottenham? Why is he the caretaker? What's he here for, bro? Because he's doing the exact same thing, or if sorry, worse than what the guy. What was Levy meant to do there? Why are you sat, bro? Get rid of everybody, bro. But put Ryan Mason back in. Why is it? Was, like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, what's happening here, bro? But yeah. would, what would you take, Ryan Mason? Though? Ryan Mason seems a bit. Bro, I'm not. I'm not me, I'm not taking any of them, bro. I'm yeah, saying that, like, yeah. bro. Why? What, basically, this problem that Spurs are in now is Daniel Levy's fault. You've um, hi- hired poorly. You've sacked poorly. Mm-hmm. You've um, not invested in the club. No, but Conte had to go though. I'm, I'm, no, not, no, I'm not saying that he should have gone. Yeah, Conte. just in, mm. since since um, Poch. Now who was even before Martin Mourinho? Martin Yorver. Since Martin Yorver, you've had a stinker since no, Martin Yorver. Don't worry with Poch. He shouldn't have sacked Poch. Though. Great hire, but then you sacked him in it. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, yeah, like your, your signings have been poor. You've not invested in the club. So, and like the worst thing about it is that I know he's going to hold Harry Kane hostage again, bro. He's going to hold him hostage. And only Kane is a is the biggest idiot out of everybody for even being in, in that position. No, I Believe agree. that. But um, yeah, if I was uh, Spurs players, I'd be looking uh, to my agent to get me out of that situation, man, because um, I, I don't see no promise for them or no way out of them because they've had so many opportunities to build on what they've done. And in terms of Bournemouth, um, congratulations to Bournemouth, man. Like, it's great, great performance. Yeah, but I think Tottenham are just mad defensively poor. Uh, like Poro was poor on the weekend as well. I swear, I swear he was he made he, he's like defensive laziness played a part in the the first goal conceded. Um, of, of, I think Romero was was. Oh like, yeah, yeah bro. I don't know what they were doing in that corner, man. Yeah, man. No, but I, I don't. Tottenham, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how they make top four at this point. They they're currently in top four position, though, right? Are they not? Um, no, I think they're fifth. They oh yeah, they're fifth. You're right. They are fifth. Man United are fourth and Brighton are third. And I swear, they no, no, Man United are third. Newcastle okay. fourth. And I swear, yeah. and Tottenham's played the game more than both of them, haven't they? they played, yeah, they played thirty-one. They played two more than Liverpool. Oh, is it? Well, Liverpool's still in it, yeah. What's, Mathematically, what's, what's the point, Tallies? So Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool's winning at the moment, right? Yeah, four-one. Oh shit, four-one. So Liverpool. Yeah. At 47 points, Brighton 49, Villa 50, Spurs 53, Newcastle 56, United 59. But Brighton have played less games, 29, 29 games. How you reckon this top four is shaping up then? We we spoke about this a few weeks ago, innit, when we had Bobby Wande on the... On yeah, the I, I, I don't know what we're playing for right now. I think we might be playing for, um, what's the... Europa. Conference. Right, conference seventh or no? Conference is eighth. I think. Mm, no, it's eighth. Is it yeah, eighth? Yeah, yeah. So it's what seventh is Europa. Fifth, sixth, seventh is Europa, depending upon FA Cup winner. Yeah, and fair play or whatever that shit. Is. Yeah. Oh, Salah scored twice. I think I might have gone above you in fantasy now. <laughs> Stay on track, guys. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, um, but I think, yeah, again, to- I, I can't. I, Tottenham have just not had any consistency this season. They've picked up wins randomly, but they just don't have any consistency. So, like, them going Champions League, bro, would be the real outside bet, man. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I don't think Tottenham's doing it, man. So, who, who, you, who you think uh, will make the, the remaining two places? Um, I think United's going to do enough to get top four. 
I think United's going to do enough to get top four. And before I back to Liverpool to be in the top four, but um, replace them with Brighton, yeah. No, I think. Mm, ooh, um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Newcastle. Okay, I think Newcastle's going to do it. Um, they're not going to get nothing out of the Arsenal game, but out of all the other games, I think they can get some sort of response after their atrocious display against Villa. Okay. So yeah, man. What, what, you, what about you, Delestrade? Have you have you given it much thought about the top four? Um, I don't think we asked you, have we? Arsenal first. Yeah, come on. Man City. Sorry, you didn't. You, <laughs> you didn't believe that. Come on. When he said cut, he said yeah, yeah. Come on. No, I didn't, no, I didn't say you that. He said come on. No, he, was like, he was like, come on. No, <laughs> no but no, honestly, I, I think I think United will make it. Yeah. And just based on. Yeah, I think I think it'll be United and, and Newcastle. I don't who, think who, Liverpool who, are going to do it. Who's going to finish third and fourth though? Um, I'll say United third, Arsenal fourth. I mean, Newcastle fourth. Newcastle fourth. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's a bit too. F- yeah, I think it's a bit too tight for Tottenham at the moment. Um, Brighton. If Brighton win all their games in hand, that what puts them on fifty five. And then they're still just outside of um, the top four, mm. and United and Newcastle still have a game in hand as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. I think the top four is going to stay as is. Um, speaking of Brighton, let, let's let's talk about Brighton and the um, the Chelsea the Chelsea game. Um, so what Brighton won was it three one? No, two one. I think two. Oh yeah, two one. Yeah. Um, Chelsea took the lead. I think it was undeserved, but after they took the lead, Brighton just dominated from from there on in. And let's speak on Jerry. I know you wanted to speak on it. Let's let's speak on um, Chelsea as a as a club. Where do we think we're heading? Because they are, yeah, they're not even in the top ten right now. Um, I think it. So was it J.K. Rowling that said, and rock bottom was the <laughs> foundation I've built my life <laughs> from? Yeah, I think things are going to get better from where they are. So um, it's going to get probably, I'd say a bit worse because they've got, without, with all due respect, they've got a bad manager at their helm right now. So I can't see anything getting better towards the end of the season. Where things will start to get better is when they identify a manager to take a pre-season with the club and they start to strip all the dead weight at the club. Um, I think the sacking, I think Strivers always said this as well, the sacking of Potter was harsh because of the environment that he had to yeah. work in. Yeah, He had to work in with a club that just spent a load of money on egos, a club that has a load of dead weight surplus players that are surplus to requirement. And he has to kind of manage that and then come on match day and then do a job. Now, Lampard has the same challenge, but with, for me, lesser ability than Graham Potter. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't see that job going well at all. Um, I think there was a reports of um, Todd Bowley going into the dressing room as well. And I don't know if he spoke or said anything to critique the players, but 
Lampard's just kind of given a scathing review of the players in the press. Yeah, he's saying that they're not physically, um, they're not physically able yeah, in comparison to the teams that he's played in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he's, bro, but, bro, he, he bro, but you manage Everton, bro. Oh, what on, was bro. your excuse for forgetting for having bro, them where they were? He's got a 6% percent win rate. I, when I've spoken to Chelsea fans here yeah, and they were in support of this appointment, I just, I don't understand it. I think in his defence, he may be comparing the Chelsea team to current fitness to previous Chelsea teams well the one that he managed or the one that he played no, for that, I feel he like said, it's he the one that previous he, I, I think, think he plays for he's, I think it's the one that he played for yeah, yeah, bro it's just, there's, what's the point yeah I, I think he's just saying like because he, what he was saying after the game is that you know Chelsea have quite a high standard and it's a bit embarrassing what's yeah, but, so it, but, he's just kind of like trying to talk in maintenance of mm, the club as a level but bear in mind bear in mind some of the players were there were under him did he say that when he was managing them and he managed them for two seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, Kante didn't even play when he was under him, so probably... No, Lampard's a joke, man. In his last um, 10 league games as Chelsea manager, he's only won twice. He's lost seven, he's drawn once, conceded 15, scored nine. Like, that's a poor record. In his last 17 games as a manager, full stop, he's won one game, drawn twice, lost 14 times. So, he- so why do you think... He was given this job. I don't know. I, I, I wish I had the answers. I've been asking anybody that would listen. I, th- I think I've got, I think it's because you guys have heard the stuff about the Harry Potter and all that kind of stuff and the, uh-huh. the childish stuff. So they were calling uh, Graham Potter, Harry Potter and Hogwarts behind his back. So I think as soon Who as... the players? The players, yeah. yeah and as soon crazy. as word has gotten up to... to Are you, Bowley, is, oh, this is serious? No, this is 100% serious, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. As soon as word has gotten to Bowley, he's seen that the Potter's lost the respect mm-hmm. of the players and lost the dressing room. So I think we we can't get a manager in. We definitely have to get rid of uh, Potter because he can't handle the club. What, do you think all the, the only, players were doing that though? No, not all the players. Obviously, Kante is not... The ones that are being rude, I'm like, in my tenure when I was a manager at Belmont, I'll never forget there was one time here. We didn't even lose the game. I made a, <laughs> I made a decision to... I was, to be a player manager that day and I put myself on instead of one of the players and then we got a decent result out of it. I don't, I don't. and then I remember when I walked into the dressing room mm-hmm. like literally everyone was just talking you know, like when you know, from the outside you could just hear everyone just chatting murmuring as soon as I walked in you just went down like I was like oh so these 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 mother efforts to talk about me, yeah, huh? you lost the dressing room, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know, I went wild. I probably shouldn't have, but I was like, yeah, what are you saying? What, what's everyone saying? And I dressed it head on. And moving forward, I had a long um, conversation with my assistant manager, a couple of my senior players, and I and I've, I demanded my respect, but by making changes to let them know who the yeah, boss yeah, is yeah. going to be. I, I think that it that you're, you you don't have to. I still think even in that moment, that is a if that's what if what you're saying is true, I, that is. Good, good reason to maybe get rid of somebody if they've completely lost the club. But you can't have lost the whole dressing room is the point I'm trying to make. And I think you can still get by by, by with decisive action. And and even if he did what Lampard's doing now, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're but, not going to get think, relegated. I think the thing is that um, Todd Bowley just probably didn't have faith in um, but what's the worst, bringing it back. What's the worst that's going to happen? Are you going to get relegated? No, no nothing. But it's, it's like, at the same time, you still want to be able to like steer your ship in the best way. Hmm. And Todd Bowley is where he is for a reason because he probably has decent management skills in it. Hmm. But he doesn't understand football. But he doesn't understand football. But um, I'm sure he's experienced in steering ships in it. So hmm. if there's like a mutiny, because that's technically what it is when like, people, you've lost your team and it depends on 
what percentage he's lost. If he's lost like 70% of the team and it's only your Kantes and mm. your Badishilis or whatever that are just still got faith in Potter, it's it's a it's still like an untenable position. Black Africans, the French Africans. But that, it's still an untenable position. So I think now Bowley's like probably gone, I don't know what to do. This isn't my sport. What can we do? Can we get somebody who just has respect? It. And they probably do, even though Lampard was dead, they probably do have respect for him because he was a player. But sometimes Potter, when you're a CV as a player, as a man, foot player and you're a manager, isn't that good? Some people don't respect you. Mm. So like, for example, loads of players have loads of respect for Zidane. Mm. I don't think he's the best manager, but he can probably get on the pitch and motivate the players because he's been there and done it at the top, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, some players yeah. can do that. And then some managers have that experience and they're shit. Maybe Lampard is an example of that. I don't want to keep on saying this shit, but so I think that's that's probably that would be my um, your justification, guess, my guess for them getting rid of Potter and bringing in Lampard, who for hundred percent they don't see being there next season. But I heard today that um, Luis Enrique said he was ready to take the job, mm. so he, he would have been a better gamble than giving him the job than at least letting go through through preseason and then. They see what happens next season. Or better yet, you're not going to get relegated. You're not going to make Europe now. Leave Potter in charge. Mm. Let him do his preseason. That's what I, brought that's, how many players in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're saying, yeah, some players may have... Um, no, I think that's that's the right thing to yeah. have done. is Because mm. he hasn't had a preseason, bro. No. He hasn't had a chance to kind of stamp his mark on the team. Mm. And he got in there and he was like floundering, bro, because the, everybody was like, everybody yeah. was drowning when they got in that club, especially even Todd Bowley as well. Yeah, but yeah. But, but to hear what Dennis Strader just said, that Luis Enrique's come out and said that... Um, Sorry, I don't, I don't, sorry, I don't think he, I don't think he's the guy. You know, I, I personally I don't want to see that guy in the Premier League. Yeah, but, you, but you've, you've always had something against Enrique. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he's overrated. But, I think he's well, overrated. You, you rather have Lampard? Yeah, I would. You know, no, but if Luis Enrique is coming as a temp, as a temp, then I'll take Lampard as a temp okay, over I had Enrique. It, yeah. yeah, would you? Yeah, bro. Because like like you said, there's nothing to lose, and we just need somebody. We just oh, need boots no, in the no. position. I don't I, think Enrique I, I, would have taken it if he was giving him money for 10 games anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I would take Lampard as a temp over Enrique as, as a, a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as a, if I was a Chelsea fan, I, would, I wouldn't want Enrique at my team. But I don't I don't like him. I don't like Lampard either. I've spoken to a couple of Chelsea fans who I think share your your that viewpoint where mm. they would take Lampard in and they were happy just, just to, to see the back of um, Graham Potter pause. Mm. Um, do you think, um, given the opportunity to answer now, do you think they would still share that same stance? I don't think so. Because it, when you watch, when I watched Chelsea, yeah. they played well. They just couldn't score. Similar to Potter at Brighton. Yeah. Now under under Lampard, bro, they're just, they, they're they don't, don't, they don't play, well. play well. They don't seem like scoring. It's just, they've gone backwards. Mm. So you should just kept him, in, kept him in place. And even what you're saying about the, maybe he lost the dressing room, but if there's about, what, 40 men in my team, Call them out and then tell them to fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Especially if it's the old ones as well. I don't think it's the new ones. The new Trust ones. Trust me, 100%. Bro, li- listen, and I think that's where he's fucked up. Potter, personally, I think. Potter Bowley. Potter, sorry, because obviously, even though yeah, he's giving you a, first. even though he's giving you a difficult task, bro, you still have to show your leadership skills, bro. Yeah. And that's when you say, um, like Ziyech, your deal hasn't gone through. Uh, I, don't, I don't really want you in my team. You need to go and train with the academy boys, bro. Um, all these other guys who are but, but he, he, was, he, he did that with um, Aubameyang. 
Yeah, no, exactly. You've done it with Aubameyang, but... But that one, the, did that make sense to you? Because you haven't got a striker and so, everyone... Aubameyang's oh, not playing now. No, but, 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 <laughs> but, but I'm saying like he's done that with but Aubameyang. But they're still not winning and they're still not scoring. He's, so. he's done that with Alba. Find out who these people are that are chatting shit to you, bro. Like If yeah. it's Mason Mount, because I think Mason Mount is not signing a contract. If it's him, send him where he needs to go, bro. Like You need to like stamp your authority. If you're going to go out... Go out as a fucking dictator, bro. Don't yeah. go out as a fucking yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Go. Like as a people's champ, bro. Channel, bro. channel, channel your um, Gaddafi and Mugabe. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. I respect. Yeah, if you're gonna go out, do it your way, innit? That's the most important thing. Hey, man. No, I hear, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, but Chelsea, uh, uh, they mean nothing to the Premier League no. this season. <laughs> so yeah, the gods are shining favor. Liv- uh, Luis Diaz is coming on hmm. for his first appearance. How long left? Uh, 10 minutes and he's this is going to be the first time we see him playing properly with Darwin Nunez yeah, but as can sorry to, not to stray too much host here but has Salah done something again because I keep getting it's, messages from yeah, I this think fucking he, dickhead he got a hat trick <gasps> he scored again I think he might have I don't know uh, you know I'm, you know I switched off at 4-1 what so what's the score now 5-1 fuck's sake well, you, you've got him in your team no I haven't but I've got a bet with one guy yeah, and he's chasing me in it and we got a bit from FPL and the only player that was left to play was Salah. Hmm. And I I just didn't think Salah was going to do much today. And it, it seems like he's... What's your point to settle this week? I, I, I didn't look after um, Salah, um, Saka missed the penalty. Because I know that would have got me a minus two points, I think. Are oh, you got me in your team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in my team still. We, we, what's your, your sort of... Your, your, you were slow. You were... I think I, I went above you and then I started to leave you a little bit. But what have you... I don't even know, man. Oh man, jeez, it's not it's just not going really a good week. <laughs> so, so, hey, podcast pundit listeners, man, listen. That's a... I got fifty three points so far. Fifty three. Well, what have I got? You have. Sorry, uh, Jota got two, Salah got two, and Hackpo got one. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. So no. you got fifty two. Fifty two. Okay, it's not the worst. But I think this particular person's probably got. Maybe around about sixty-five, if I cal- if I'm calculating these points properly in my mind. Joey, you got thirty-four out of no, this no, week. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's about to be another twenty because Salah's hey, my captain. Bob, you see, um, <laughs> Bob, you need to pay me my money, Bob. No, bro. <laughs> if there's one thing I do is not pay bets, not pay my debts. Ask Ask the but, uh, um, on Chelsea, yeah. do, we wanna, do we want to talk about the midweek game against um, Real Madrid? Hang on. Yes, at home, right? I, I feel sorry for them, man. Right. You know what? Because it's, it's not going to be fun. Is it tomorrow or Wednesday? It's, uh, I think it's tomorrow. I think it is tomorrow, yeah. So what? They're, obviously, they're 2-0 down. Um, they can't two- score a goal. They can't score a goal. Chil- who was it that got suspended? Chilwell. Chilwell. Yeah. yeah, that was... that yeah. was. Yeah, well, you know what? Their only saving grace is if they pull out some, pull out some sort of magic because that was 2-0 away from home. Stamford Bridge. Away goes on count though. I know it don't, I know it don't count at all, but I'm just thinking uh, at Stamford Bridge, you have, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd have a shred of hope that they can do something. Early goal. You know, when, it's, when you're 2-0 up, even in a ninety-minute game, yeah, that's a that's an uncomfortable scoreline. So two nil up over two legs, it's still an uncomfortable scoreline, man. If I was a Chelsea fan, I would be um, 
I mean, you've got no, you've got no other choice but to be hopeful. That's what you, that's what you brought Lampard in for. Mm. But um, no, in, if you if you were to ask me, I do expect Real Madrid to dispatch them. I, I think it might, they might even get clean sheeted, man. I think it might be a five nil um, aggregate. Personally, but yeah, man, that's what I think personally. Just, I don't, so I don't, saying, I don't, I don't um, rate Chelsea. I think yeah, I think they're gonna get battered like three 0 or something. Real Madrid. Um, I don't think Real Madrid are even gonna bother, bro. I think they're just gonna win one 0 and then just go about their business. Wait, a Real Madrid Man City final. These are the semis, right? Or quarters? No, quarters. Is it? Yeah, quarters. So it's the last eight. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, it is actually. Because the oh, two yeah. Milan's are still in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, sorry, just quickly before Champions League, um, shout out Brighton, man. Shout out um, and CISO. That goal oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was exquisite. Um, shout out Matoma. Another dribbling masterclass. Um, shout out Danny Welbeck as well, man. Fucking hell. That's yeah, another good. Do you want to do your back pages, mate? No, 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 no. Shout out to Zerby. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that goal was sick, though. That, yeah. that, that goal was sick, man. Worthy winner. It's scary, bro, man. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah, guys, um, this was a... It was an interesting podcast today. Not because we, we were without two of the um, usual casts. But... Um, yeah, man, it's just been a long day, man. But um, before we go, as usual, let's do our back pages. You know, this is where we give, um, we shine some light on some players, managers and teams across Europe that we we feel they deserved some mention. Um, I'm going to go first because I only have one. I think I don't <laughs> if I don't say it, going to say Yeah, mine's hashtag United for getting promoted. <laughs> Oh man, Jerry. Uh, mine's PK humble. So <laughs> forget hashtag pro. No, no, mine's um, Brad, uh, actually the whole of Aston Villa. Oh yeah, um, Emery, brilliant. Uh, Ollie Watkins. I mean, I've I've given Watkins a bit of stick this season because I think he's been underperforming, but he's come alive at the right time. Probably was it Arsenal game he got a goal. Did Watkins go against Arsenal? Potentially. He probably did. I think, yeah, I think since the Arsenal game, he's kind of come into a bit of form. And his, I don't know, did you guys see his assist? That header? Yeah, the little header. Bro, the, yeah, the, the header was so clean, bro, man. He, like, he was jumping yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah, jumping backwards. Just his like, neck, yeah. put it down on the plate for Jacob Ramsey. Quality, yeah. bro. Yeah, it was perfect. So, yeah, it's he, one of the best performances I've seen. Uh, Moreno played great. Ramsey played great. And... What's the Scottish guy, bro? That guy's a beast, man. Bro, the way he just like henches people with his legs, bro, is nuts, bro. It's actually not pause, but it's actually nuts. <laughs> like this guy is he's actually like a, a bit formidable guy. So yeah, well done, Aston Villa. Well done, Emery, man. Showing Arsenal what they're missing. Um yeah, before I move to strikes, what do you think of Watkins as a striker? Do you rate him? So he's, we were having a, a debate he's, he's in our group. Still. We're having a uh, whether who's better at him and Callum Wilson. Mm. I'm saying I'm, I'm mm, that's cool. I'm saying Watkins though. So um some people take Watkins at Arsenal. Yeah, I, I I've been following Watkins since actually because I used to play with him on FIFA since his Exeter day. And he was sick at Bright Exeter, sick at Brentford. Because Tony replaced him at Brentford, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's mm. been decent at um Aston Villa, started off well, went through a bit dead during Gerard days mm. and has come back again. Um, one thing I like about him is that he can play out wide and he can play in the middle but um, I think there's more to his game than uh, Callum Wilson so he's just slightly better than Callum Wilson for me 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like Watkins. Watkins was going to be my back pages, so I was pissed off when you said the whole of Aston Villa and then started talking about Watkins. But um, I guess um, my back pages is just going to have to go to the next deserving person, which was um, Julio Insisco. The guy he scored a banger against Brighton. I mean, for Brighton um, against Chelsea, and um, he gave me further calls to um, holler at fuck Quasi, hmm. um, also known as um, Quasi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, man, I can't I can't wait to get that guy back on the podcast because he, he's got, he's got a lot to answer for. A resident Chelsea supporter. Every time I've tried to ask him in the groups, he's, he's evaded my questions. But yeah, man. So now Julian Cisco, he he gets the back pages, man. That was um that was a goal to that was a goal to be reckoned with, and it was a, a crowning um goal for a crowning performance against a, a trash Chelsea team. Uh, for final, bro, man. For final, Reese James got turned. We got burnt uh, when he came on as well, man. It's crazy, bro. These are players that were had everybody had high hopes for, mm. and I don't, I don't personally, I don't see it as an indictment on them. I just think they're just in a bad situation. Man. Yeah, Chelsea are a bad team right now. And that's why I think we do need to give Trent some slack because, we have, because we're seeing that when your teams are being shit, it can bring down the... the performance How did we get to there. start talking about Trent right now? Because no one's apologised to him, but no one's giving Reese James the same stick that he's... Reese James hasn't been as bad as Trent. Yeah. Um, I think Vinicius might say... Yeah, one game. Because when Vinicius done Trent, everybody was writing back pages. When he done Reese James, silence. Only Vinicius was the one. How many other other players have done Trent this season? How many other players have done Trent this season? That's not even true. Matoma, who's also done Reese James too. Yeah, but that's not even true, bro. Vinicius done enough back pages for the rest of the world. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So, like, nobody else did it. So, he said, okay, well, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But that Instagram post was so rude, bro. Was that real? I think it was real, bro. If you go on his page, you'll see. Hey, what? Diamond Nunez just came on and slapped a goal. Yeah. What are you saying? You owe that guy. You owe him money now. It's equal now. Is it VAR? Look at that. VAR, VAR. Yeah, man. Come on, man. He's on. He's on still. Disallow that shit, man. Alright Cool Guys On that note Thank you for rocking with us Thank you for listening with us We'll be back again Next week Over and out Come on Well done boys Yo Stras here Just punching back in Because Della Strada actually um, Forgot to to bring up the United game actually And I just thought You know what It'd be a disservice to our listeners To not um, touch in on it But Some of the boys Well the boys have already left But Yeah Obviously United played um, Nottingham Forest away from home, which isn't the easiest ground to go to, and especially off the back of their disappointment when they played um, Sevilla midweek um, in the in the Europa um, competition, kind of um, giving away a two-goal lead and um, obviously ended that game 2-2, which is a bit of a sucker punch because I don't think United's ever beaten Sevilla, actually. So, um, yeah, that was a, a really good and bright start for them in that game, and it, it looked like it was going to be um, happy days and they were going to progress progress I think what that may have that would have put them into the the semis as well so well put one leg foot into the semis so yeah that was a disappointment disappointing day for them especially where there was a bit of a nasty um injury to Martinez it it did have me feeling a bit it had me feeling sorry for the for him actually man it looked like it was an ACL I think they've reported it as a metatarsal injury or something like that so We'll see how they get on. Um, I think when are they playing the return fixture? I think it might be this week they're playing it. So, yeah, coming off the back of that and that momentum, literally they've got so many players missing now. So 
Um, Martinez isn't available. Varane was isn't available. Um, Shaw wasn't available. Rashford isn't wasn't available. Um, yeah, quite a few players missing. So um, going into the game against Nottingham Forest um, away from home, probably. Um, it's, it's a game you might expect United to get some points from, but it, it wasn't a straightforward fixture the way I looked at it. Um, but yeah, United eventually they they made pretty good and easy work of it. To be honest, they they United looked very bright. Martial, he's um, yeah. If Martial can stay fit, play ninety minutes every game, they they've got a player there, man. They've got a player there. They, they, they it's wild where course wouldn't even um be sniffing the pitch because. Um, I think the podcast has made it known how we feel about that appointment. Um, yep, he he drops in, he 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 helps build the play or what have you not. But I mean, your striker gets paid to score goals, and um, I don't believe he's even done. Has he scored a Premier League goal? I don't I feel like he hasn't. Um, but you know, Martial's he, he's quite bright. The thing is, what I I will say about Martial though, not even about Martial, but the the rest of the players around him. When Martial is um, pressing, so what Martial might do, he if he loses the ball, you'll see Martial's aggressive with the press, but he's doing it by himself more so. Um, the players aren't pressing with him. I think if United improved that, that'll just increase their intensity a lot more as well. But um, yeah, like um, Martial was was on it. Bruno Fernandez was having like a, a great game that he was testing um is it K or Navas um Navas had a great game like he has I felt if he was probably not in Forest's play, um, player of the game the amount of saves he was forced to make but that was namely because of Bruno Fernandez he was popping them from everywhere I think there was a time where he even he, he hit it from the corner of the um the box and hit the post or Navas had to tip it onto the post Fernandez was 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 on fire but um, one player of note that I think needs some kudos was Anthony because Anthony's come under a lot of criticism, a lot of criticism um, this season, which is quite funny because there's a few players that have come under criticism. I think we touched on it. That, well, I touched on it. Richarlison kind of getting a kind of getting away with it, to be honest. Mudrik has, has has come under some criticism, and um, yeah, Anthony has. And sometimes even when you think about it, Anthony, this is he's coming from the um, um, the Eredivisie Divisie, I think I can't I don't I probably not, I probably butchered that name um, obviously coming from Ajax into the Premier League and considering that he, he's done okay considering I mean for, think, for me personally I always used to take the mick of him doing that that stupid 360 or I don't know is it a 720 turn where he's basically not doing anything and sometimes his skills amount to nothing but yeah, what I could, what I saw in this game is he actually seemed quite direct. Actually, quite direct. He was um, linking up very well, and you know, like this is what I always give Saka a lot of um, compliments over. Like Saka sometimes is the most extraordinary. I say sometimes more than sometimes the most extraordinary ordinary player because he doesn't you know, doesn't do too many twinkle toes, too many unnecessary skills, but he's just a very effective dribbler with high football in IQ. And that's something that Anthony looked like he lacked. But um, in this game, he he actually showed that um, there's improvements that he's make, made and making. And hopefully that could be something um, for United fans to be excited about. Because yeah, man, he, um, that's the way that he was um, dribbling, 
cutting through, breaking lines, even the, the little slip pass that he played for Dallow for Dallow's goal. Yeah, man, it was it was it was a lot to be excited about. And speaking of Dallow as well, he um he's a right footed um he played a, he played as a right footed left back. Obviously, he normally plays um um right back, but you you had AWB there who's been pretty consistent. And yeah, Dallow's came in. He was kind of doing the inverted thing. Seems like that's the the new trend. And Dallow was. Yeah, Dallow was um also I added added quite a decent game. He was pressing forward, um, cutting in, taking shots, um, just giving Nottingham Forest quite a bit to think about. And obviously he got his um he got his goal, man. So yeah, it was a it was a spirited performance from Manchester United with a lot of players missing. I think um the last minute decision to start Ericsson, he looked like Fred was gonna start, but I think um Ten Hag must have just changed his um mind last minute. Um I think that was a that was a good shout as well. Um because yeah, what was uh, what was the midfield? Was it Casemiro, Fred, and um, Ericsson? Yeah, man. Um, it that uh, I think with Ericsson um, back in it back in the team, and you know, starting his first, I think that's his first game since injury, what have you. Not you could see the difference. You could see the difference, and and how it um, it evolves Manchester United's forward play as well. Nothing away from Sabitzer because yeah, he done well, especially against Sevilla. Well, I think he even picked up a little bit of an, an injury. I think did he bit of a knock. So yeah, United were missing quite a couple of guys. But yeah, it was good to see Ericsson back and affecting the play in a positive way, and just a lot for United to look forward to, man. So yeah, um, Maguire. <laughs> Maguire though, Maguire though. Well, I, I was about to, to sign off, but I can't sign off without touching on Maguire, man. He was having a disaster class, wasn't he? Bloody hell. Um, as he passed to the, the, the you know, like the, the advertising, the signage boards. He, he passed to the signage boards, early doors. Um, I, I think he picked up a yellow, could have potentially picked up a second yellow because there was a penalty shout where... Um, I know um, Steve Cooper felt aggrieved by that, but I mean, it's hard to know what the rules are nowadays when it comes to um, handballs because there's just no, there's just no consistency. So some might argue um, the um, Maguire incident was um, similar to the Pulisic um, incident at Tottenham, but actually I would probably more so compare it to the penalty that um, we Arsenal got um, against West Ham when, um, Antonio wasn't even really looking and the ball hit his hand. I think that's why Joey Nomadic said that it was a bit of a soft penalty because he, he wasn't even looking, it hit his hand. But um, by the, the letter of the law, that's a handball. And if we are following that same letter of the law, then that also was a handball that Maguire committed. And Nottingham Forest said I had a penalty. So I can understand um, um, Steve Cooper's grievance. But outside of that incident, um, Nottingham Forest didn't have anything really to, to shout about. I think um, I want to had a snapshot when Dallow kind of overhit the, the ball um, in his box. And then I think Danilo had a bit of a chance and that was it. I think there was a time when Nottingham Forest might have hit the post from a corner, but I think that even came off the player's hand as well. So yeah, it was a, it was a dominant performance from United. And yeah, man, I think that, that firmly probably that, that puts them in the, a top four position. And obviously, I'm sure they'll be they'll be, be vying for third place. I know Drayman thinks they'll they'll finish fourth, and it's still it's it's still, it's still um, up for grabs, third and fourth. But 
yeah, I, I think it, I think top four is safe for United now. But yeah, anyway, I just wanted to um, to touch on that. Couldn't sign out the podcast without doing that. So unfortunately, it's not more of a discussion, just more of a bit of a, a monologue for myself. But yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>